Hi, Spiros. Hey, Ralph. What's up, Chris? Where's Paul? That's okay. Who so knows? what we're going to do, what we're going to do later Matt, is... Matt who? Paul might jump in. I'm letting you know right now. Ricks are. Paul might jump in. And um, if he jumps in, I'm going to say, hi, Paul. And we're going to see if Paul says hi to Ralph or Spiros. And then we're going to go fully around again. Um, and maybe I'll I wanna, just run with the intro of the show again after that. I want to I see if he's got a goatee again this week. Uh, I... Most surprising, surprising quarantine beard 2020 goes to Dom from Breaking the Mold <laughs> on the Cool Table Network. Go check out Dom's beard out of nowhere. It's great. I'll have to uh, go check out Breaking the Mold for the first Ooh. time. Ouch. Speaking of hairstyles, I got the quarantine haircut to yesterday. So that thing uh, was... Andrew Lee, Bricks and Beer. He dropped a new episode. Last, I don't know. I don't know at what point based on when you're watching this episode 69 dropped. And uh, I was thinking that his hair is getting a little bit crazy. And then today he posted that he, uh, you know, buzzed his head. So I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That was a good episode though. It was, um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Bricks and beer is a fantastic show. Go give it a listen or a watch or both. Uh, I I almost wish that I hadn't seen all of the builds that he presented on that show because we text a lot. Um, that's subjective. I don't I don't know if he would say we text a lot. Spirit, I don't even know. If getting I a little close. Text. I don't know if yeah, I, I would just, say we I was text just a lot. Just in the light on my we uh, table. Uh, but I had seen all the builds that he showed before he showed them, and I I almost wish there was a surprise for me. Like there would be yeah. a surprise for you watching it, not having conversed with him often enough. Anyway, we're here with another episode. We got some seller talk tonight, so get excited. Upcoming Ooh. episodes will feature box art discussion when uh, when Matt's here next. Because what do we see? The boxes to the box. The new Minecraft and the Wonder Woman. Is the Minecraft box weird too? I'm gonna have to pull a lot it's, of pictures, aren't I? It's 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 uh it's kind of staying the same way as the most recent wave where it's uh it's a little more colorful and uh it's a little more I, but it's still doing a good job of depicting what the set what is. Get? Yeah, it's not like hey, here's a super crazy fantasy thing that, you know, is not physically possible, so like the hidden side. Yeah, we're going to look at the the new Wonder Woman set and the hidden side boxes and I guess the Minecraft and whatever else we can find that kind of reinforces that argument in some future episode. Um, I'd really like for them to release the back of the box image for the Wonder Woman set so we could see what the back looks like because the front is not descriptive at all of what you get. It, it very much looks like one of the Comic-Con set boxes when they... Do they do they always come in boxes? I don't know. I don't have any. Of that. Yeah, it looks like a DVD cover. It sounds like when, a discussion to have in a future episode. Just yeah, cool. sounds like we're gonna have most of that discussion right now. I'm very <laughs> well, stay tuned for Matt's opinion on on that, and yeah. and Paul. Uh, what do we get? Uh, Ralph, you got some stuff, didn't you? Or at least you you um, what do they call it? Uh, you 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 bought some pre orders. You you. You got you pre-ordered something. I don't know. Whatever. Keep going. <laughs> no pre-orders. 
<laughs> I, uh, I went some auctions, so I get some uh, some bulk lot in. Um, I haven't received it yet, but uh, that's what I'm talking about. On, on the yeah, other yeah. shows, like sometimes it's this is what I got. Sometimes it's like, well, I bought this and it's not here yet, uh, but I'm going to mention it. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, about thirty pounds of of bulk Lego to to start sorting through. So like with nice. this whole whole COVID-19 thing. Um, I've, I've shifted my investment from new sets because uh, right now I'm, I'm keeping my money closer to me. And so uh, buying the bulk stuff is, is cheaper, but yet will go a lot longer uh, in terms of me being able to sort through it and, and uh, uh, the number of pieces that I can get for the, for my dollars. However, is it uh, you know? Is it going to sell as quickly as new stuff? That remains to be seen. So, but that's what I'm doing right now. That's where I'm at. Spiros, cool. get anything? Um, actually, I forgot to say something. I got last week. I got the uh, monster truck burger bus <laughs> uh, when it was on sale at Target. So, uh, I haven't built that, but um, I actually got through two bags of bulk. Uh, so, I mean, that is an accomplishment. I got free space in my room. So, um, and, um, yeah, that is it. I have not really been going out hunting. Obviously I don't like crowds and I don't want to expose myself to anything because there are a lot of dumb people in Florida. Um, so I've been. Usually it starts with Florida, man. So you don't want to be that guy. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't want to become a Florida man he- headline. Um, but yeah, I've just been uh, staying home, sorting, uh, and after tonight, I will be packing orders, which is not a regular occurrence for me. Like Chris, Woo-hoo. yay! So i I haven't been looking at any weekly sales, and I kind of feel like the 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 circular ads for a lot of big box stores just don't exist currently or they mm-hmm. were pre-printed and they don't have any bearing on what's actually happening. So I don't know that Walmart or Target are really discounting any toys right now at all. It's kind of like well, they are. want to buy it, they're going to buy it. Maybe. Do you, you think they are discounting? No, right? I mean, I can, I can verify that. Uh, you know, f- having physically gone into the store and seeing the sale tags. Oh, cool. Um, I would well, figure they're under- just like if you if they want it, they're gonna buy it. Why do we have to discount it right now? No, I mean you have to understand, especially with Target, like their sales are planned out months in advance, and yeah. like all those price changes are loaded into the computer, you know, with the dates already set. So, I mean, it's it, it's more work for them to go into the system and delete the sales rather than just let them run through. So, I mean, and I guess if if nobody buys any of the sets on sale, then it's it's like no big loss for them because they right. didn't give the discount away. Exactly. I mean, so Target, I mean, I still get a circular or I still get a weekly ad email from Target every Sunday, so uh they're definitely still putting out ads. I mean, I don't know if they've adjusted them because of the current situation, but uh, you know, you're still getting Easter circulars. You're still getting, you know, weekly sales. Like last week, Target had 
ten dollars off fifty or twenty five off a hundred. Uh, obviously, excluding Lego because Lego is never involved in that sale. Um, so, I mean, as I far as the that, margins are like from other brands because, like, we generally know what discounts these stores get on Lego, mm-hmm. but I wonder what other brands offer. I wonder if Lego is like the most expensive toy for a store to to carry. Um, the most I mean, risky I... toy for a store to carry too. If if I had to ballpark it, just based on my knowledge of like other retail sectors and their uh, their margins, uh, I'd say probably Target pays like anywhere from ten percent of the retail price to maybe fifteen percent. So I mean, they're still making on Lego. No, I'm saying on like on let's other say. Stuff. On other stuff, definitely not on okay. Lego. I don't, I don't know what the margins are on Lego. I had always um, heard that 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 big box stores get thirty percent off of retail, which sounds insane, but I haven't heard anything to disprove that. Well, I mean, look at the clearance strategies, like for Target, for example, like they have fifteen, thirty, fifty, and then seventy. I think on. Uh, like seasonal stuff. So, I mean, they still want to make money. So I'm guessing that their cost price is still somewhere in that, you know, that 70% off mark where, you know, they're still going to either break even or like lose pennies on the product that they're clearancing out. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that, that would be my mindset. I mean, obviously I've never climbed high enough the chain to uh, see those figures, but I mean, just going just off. Wild to think that you'd, you'd agree to that kind of deal where you're, you're getting like at most 30% um, before any sort of fees at all. But it's the thing where you can, move a million units at a small margin and it's better than moving a less amount of product at a, at a higher margin. So whatever. Mm. It's a numbers game. Yeah. So I got a bunch of bulk traded in. I last, was it Monday, Monday of last week, somebody messaged about bringing in some, some bulk and, they listed one sealed set they had. I didn't really think much of it because I didn't see them until Saturday. On Saturday, they brought in 150 pounds of Holy crumbled crap. down Star Wars sets. Wow. And uh, I think it's very light on the figs, if any. That's fine. We need bulk. And they brought in like six sealed sets, several other sets that are maybe new but missing the figures in the boxes which they'll also be treated as bulk and uh some like the dk books just put that the figure the figures are moved as as you see um they got i brought in a bunch of that and it was it was a lot i I bought a, a lot of stuff that day i was surprised at how much showed up and they were genuinely eager to help me restock because uh, of my post on Facebook about we're almost out of bulk. Remember oh, all the bulk okay. we had? We're almost out of bulk. They were uh, eager to bring all this stuff in. Apparently they're moving. They're getting rid of stuff, whatever. 
So that all came in, and that's sitting up front just chilling. We're not going to touch that until we've gone through every scrap of bulk that we have in the back, which is down from months ago. I made that that video about all the bins we had a bulk trade, and then we hadn't looked at yet. There's six bins, no, five bins left from that. Wow. And wow. five down from 30-some. Ralph, you've seen the, the yeah. room full of those bins. Um, I'm down to five, and then I've I got... Tried to, I tried to go home with one of them, but you wouldn't let me go to do it. <laughs> I I mean, at this point, I'm glad I didn't accept anyone's offer to buy bulk outright from me because we've moved so much of it, almost all of it, through eBay. Nice. And uh, so I, I have eight bins now chilling in addition to the five that we still have to go through. So that put so- us back good spot so you posted on instagram on on saturday the picture of like all the bins down down in front of your racks and in, in your store just, that's that one trade-in that was that one tra- holy crap yeah, yeah. Wow. it was it was i mean he brought it in in like four giant hefty bags no, uh, okay. and the scale only does 30 pounds at a time so it kind of divided out into seven bins but it could have been fewer bins if I really, if I could weigh more on that scale at the time. Okay. Interesting. So that, that was all that one trade in that picture. Oh, wow. So is that plus one more bin that had come in from my buddy Keith a couple of days prior, Keith's actually bringing in two more bins on Wednesday plus, um, plus a bunch of Blacktron sets. Uh, some of them Ooh. with the boxes, which is cool. Nice. I don't know what I'm doing with them yet, but I, I, I'll, I'll buy it off of him, whatever. I don't know if uh, I'll have to check if they're complete, but that's a that's a amount of time you have to spend to do that, and I might just see how many expensive parts can I rip out of those sets and list those parts, and how much dollar value does that get me back on my investment, and is it worth just doing that and keeping the boxes just for cool box collection i don't know we'll see but uh, i'm buying that all those black tron sets as well and maybe it's a good investment maybe it's not i certainly got a good investment with the 150 pounds i bought of yeah the rest, all, all rest lego of us are, all star wars the rest of us are trying to fight for bulk on the open market and you just got bulk just landing on your front door That's it's crazy not as often as you think now that we're closed <laughs> yeah right yeah, I need to. Uh, I've I've been ignoring the marketplace and Craigslist uh, for the past couple oh. of weeks, but uh, I need to take a look because Florida is a very transient state. So if there are people moving amid this uh, pandemic, then they'll uh, want to get rid of their Lego uh, at like rock bottom prices. So, and then there's people who haven't gotten their money or are waiting on unemployment that might be selling stuff out of desperation. And I will gladly, uh, you know, Tyler, the collector, their Lego. I will. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. I need, I need reference for that. I need need to unpackage this. Oh, Um, okay. (laughs) No, he, uh, he, he was like, Hey, anybody selling their star Wars hot toys for cheap? Cause I'm buying them. Oh, okay. like, who's getting desperate? I'm buying. Um, you could do that. Nice. So tonight, Maybe I should do that. 
post it on my Facebook, see what happens. You no, know, I've seen I've seen some ridiculous shit like that where where you can you can be super honest and blunt and frank about the fact that you need to buy Lego real cheap. And somebody like me would read that and go, What a what a douchebag. But people <laughs> respond to it like positively. They're like, yeah, yeah, I'm so willing to help. Here you go. Even cheaper than you asked. And I'm like, how is this working right now? <laughs> it just, what do you have to lose? Just try it, I guess. See, see, in their mindset, if you, if you think of it from like a wife or a mother's mindset, it's like this frees up a spot and gets yeah, it out of the exactly. house. I want it out of the house as fast as possible. They don't yeah. care how much it costs or what it's worth. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been talking about this recently with the the serious increase in sales on BrickLink for everyone but Spiros, as well as... <laughs> hey, I've, that three, three orders is an increase. I just, so. I just wanted to throw that in there. It's funny. That's how you make jokes. I hate you. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. Um. Well, let me let me back that up. So We're I laughing I'm, at you, I'm, not with I'm you. Currently <laughs> in the top sixty stores, and I believe the all April long, if you ha if you're on that list, it's from your February sales, I think. Because oh, wow. you, you earn fees during February, you have all of March to pay for them, and then you have all of April to be displayed with that with that uh status. I think that's how it works. It's kind of crazy, but I think that's how it works. So uh, February was was fine. I don't think it was exceptional, but it was cool to see myself on that list. And I hope to be there again in March. And personal record-wise, March was great. And April is going very well as, as well. But I think there's a lot of stores that are also doing that well. And I, I, I might be doing well personally, but um, competitively in the market, I might not actually be doing that well. I, I might find that I'm nowhere near that, that top 60 because everyone did better. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I guess on the May 1st, I'll see if um, I'm still on that top 60 list. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I've been on there like three, four times now, which is nice. Um, you know who won't be on that list? Spiros me. and me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's... Uh, uh, if if you want uh, uh, a roundabout answer of how to get on that, you're going to need about $400 in fees for a month to maybe be near ranking on that. Every okay. time I've been on that, it's been somewhere around $400. Now, it changes every month, of course, because who's doing better, who's doing worse, who's closed, who's open, um, how good the market's doing as a whole. It, it could change every month. So it's not like yeah, you get over this and you're going to be on there. But if you're close to 400 you might see yourself on there. I know. Uh, I'm... I, uh, it's funny. When you're... Um when you're posting that you're uploading the tiles and someone was like, if you have a metric ton of dark blue and I'm like, two by fours, they want a dark blue two by fours. And I'm like, you, I you, have, you, you <laughs> could see if I have them, 
because they're I, listed. I, I have I have a good amount that I haven't listed yet because I broke down the uh, the Rex Celsius. Or not the Rex Celsius, the Rex Explorers, the the giant fist. I broke that's, down. That's the Rex Celsius. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I've uh, I broke down five of those, and I'm in the process I, of. I broke down thirteen of those. So either I don't have them anymore because they sold, or I have them and they just were too lazy to look to see if I have them. Wait, thirteen? You found thirteen? Somebody sent me thirteen. Oh, too okay. far out. Yeah. Damn. But, like I said, he finds them right on his doorstep. Right, they, they just show they up. Show up. Like, FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, what is this? <laughs> Guess I'll get to work. I, I mean, I had to sort them and upload them, but then again, you would have had to do that as well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my my team is like half as vast as my team normally is for taking care of all these these orders and these these uploads and and the retail store and the sorting and everything. So I've got not twice as many orders as I usually do, but more orders than I usually do, and I have half the team that I usually do. So I'm finding that we're constantly running behind. I'm not doing excuse me, anywhere near as much as I'd like to be doing as far as uploading. Mm. I know I saw uh, Big B said that he's only uploading on Sunday because there's no mail pickup on Sundays. Every other day is pulling orders, and on Sunday is uploading orders or uploading parts. Um, I'm trying to do as much uploading as I can every day. It's kind of like I upload in the morning until I start feeling guilty about how many orders there are, and then I start pulling orders. (laughs) But if I start by uploading parts... I'll always have gotten some parts uploaded every day. You gotta trick yourself into into doing it sometimes. <laughs> I and pretty I much. I, oh, go ahead. I just I want to see what happens if I. I know what happens in December. I didn't upload for the second half of the month, like at all. And I, mm-hmm. I saw what happens when you just your your store has what it has, and nothing else yep. shows up. It's like Amazon right now. It has what it has. It, Barring not barring essentials, it has what it has, and that's it. So, the good stuff's gone. the The stuff that's left is too expensive, and mm-hmm. people go elsewhere. Yeah, like my sister messaged me about those battle droids, uh, and she's like eight dollars a figure. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I definitely did not although, do that today. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't. I didn't think you did because you didn't message me. But I, yeah, I got that, a couple. That, if you're interested, but it oh no, uh, Chris. Chris got me sorted out. But okay, I need cool. the I need the airborne troopers now. But those are about eight dollars a piece on Bricklink. So yeah. Um. Actually, so I was telling you, Spears, that I I have a bunch of battle droids in the storefront, and then mm-hmm. when that cup, it's it's a they're all. They're, uh, they're just loose in there, um, but when that cup is full, mm-hmm. we don't we don't stand them up because they're just a, they're a nightmare. So they're just in a cup. Right. But when that's full, we have the rest of the parts sorted for building more battle droids. But if that cup up there is full, and like the cup of heads or the cup of torsos, the cup of legs is full, mm-hmm. we'll just count and list those on Bricklink individual right. parts. So you might see because I don't know what a battle droid parts out for on Bricklink. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's still not expensive. Right. But you might see that you could you could 
order on Bricklink, like enough parts to make as many battle droids however you want them. True. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if like I upload all the parts and then somebody cleaned out all the heads and then that's that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that kind of thing has happened. It might have. Buy a bulk lot. I always seem to find a dozen of those. Oh, yeah. I've I've come across quite a few, like, but I haven't what I do when I go through bulk is I'll pick out all the minifigures and I'll just throw them in a giant ziplock and I'll be like, I'll get to you later. Yeah, um, I get to those first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean because Chris Chris said that get through bricks, plates, tiles, you know, first, and then I just I get the minifigures out of the way. That way, you know, it's one less thing in, that I have to sort through. Um, Every time I come back around to bricks, or plates, or tiles in a certain color, and I've sorted them and counted them, and I'm ready to upload them, about half of them are new to the store every time. I right. have listed them before. I've all, I've listed every shape and every size for bricks, plates, and tiles in every color. I've listed them before. When mm-hmm. I cycle back around to that same thing again, half of them are new to the store. They're right. selling. Yeah. I agree with that. So, but the uh, I do the minifigures first because they usually sell pretty quickly and they usually sell for the for the price of the bulk lot that I usually get it for. So it's like, okay, now okay. I can buy another bulk lot again. Well, I mean, my my thing is my thing is I don't want to spend the time researching the minifigures and trying to piece them together. Yes, because uh, I know I know in one bulk lot I had a bunch of uh, like Two Face thugs and then a Two Face from some old Batman set, and I was like, well, I don't want to waste the time looking up, you know, which head goes on which thug, which you know hat goes on which thug, and you know, how many crowbars do they need? Like, does Two-Face have a gun? So I just throw everything in a Ziploc bag, and uh, I'll probably get around to it this week now that I've gotten through the bag. I'll buy that right bag now. off you. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, no good to me dead. <laughs> so I, I'm fortunate normally in that I get to just put all those figs into Build-A-Fig. Mm. Unless it, if the figure is not correctly assembled right out of the bulk lot, yeah, I, I'm not going to worry about assembling. I, that's what I do too. I it, I usually go for the easy picking stuff, right? And then like, is there stuff that it's all there, but it's just like mixed up? Then you know I can find that pretty easily. But I, I just know. I I also I just I just can't go back to selling mini figures on Bricklink after having a retail store where you're getting oh yeah twice as much if not more for any given oh, yeah. figure than the bricklink average i just can't go back like i'm not i'm not gonna sell figures for a dollar 91 on bricklink when i could get like six dollars for them in the retail store no problem i just right. can't go back even if the store is closed i know some sellers that are doing their their storefront to, for minifigures is ebay and then like all oh, their their parts are on on Bricklink, and they can they can get more money for minifigures on oh, eBay. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's that's similar to what I'm doing. Except yeah, that right, right. I'm doing it in person instead of eBay. But if I were to sell them, I don't know, man. It's just how much more work is it is it worth to you to get more money for the figures? Like Bricklink's great. It's got this catalog. It's got these prices. You already have a store there. eBay's. One thing at a time. Take the picture, write the description, figure out a price. 
that's the worst part to me about eBay is figuring out the price. Although I'm pretty sure recently they've gotten better at going, hey, we think you're selling this. Here's what you should price it at. <laughs> and it's yeah. up to you to decide if that's a good price or not. Yeah. But I, I eBay used I to... Agree. So there used to be a site called Half.com, which was owned by eBay at some point. I don't know if it was always owned by eBay or whatever, but it was for media, like DVDs, books, CDs, etc. Things we don't need anymore. Um, sorry, there's a whole wall of it. <laughs> Visual gags. Uh, I used to sell a lot of CDs on Half.com because there was a price guide like a, just like Bricklink with what it's sold for and everything had a stock image and, and then uh, they kind of dissolved it. And now if you want to sell a CD through eBay, it's just like any other item on eBay. They take the picture, figure out a price. And that's enough where I'm like, oh, well, I'd, I'd rather throw out the CDs I don't want anymore than try to get someone to buy it for a dollar on eBay. Yeah. It's oddly liberating when you just throw stuff out. <laughs> Did we go down a rabbit hole of a tangent? You were talking about employees. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. oh, at a certain <laughs> point, I don't know when, I crossed this line where I shifted from I, I have this Bricklink store and I operate it all myself. It's I guess the line could be defined as a hobby seller versus a business seller, but it's not quite the same as that. Mm -hmm. At some point I crossed this line where I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to do all of this on my own, even if I wanted to at this point, if I lost all my employees at the current status of the store, um, I guess not, involving the retail side of it i couldn't operate the store by myself at this point anymore it's making it's making too many sales and there's too many facets to it where there's not enough time in the day in life for me to do all of those functions myself and i don't mm. know when i crossed that line and i don't know when well, you could expect to cross that line on your own, but I, I've crossed that line and, and I, it's no going back. You, you hired an employee a few years ago when you guys were upstairs in the warehouse. And yeah, it, what, what forced you to, or what made you want to hire somebody else then? What was the I hired an employee back then because I myself wasn't a, a full time employee of another company. And it was like, either I hire someone to run the Bricklink store during the day because mm -hmm. I'm I, I'm employed elsewhere, or um, I just that's like my entire uh, weekends and evenings, which it also was, mm -hmm. but and, and it was probably too early for me to hire an employee back then. But you kind of get caught up in the allure of like I you see bigger businesses and, and that involve Lego and you, you kind of get into the hype of like I can be there too. Why not now? Why not me? So I wanted to talk tonight about when's the right time 
to bring on help uh, either size-wise, income-wise, um, workload-wise, and maybe after that, we'll talk about what is, sounds like an old ask clutch, what's the best way to increase the size of your store? At least that's how I read all of the titles I typed for those. I want to know what's in drawer number 4003, please. Um, we, ha we have so... we have a small drawer for that. <laughs> Large drawers go up to about thirty five hundred, so almost. And uh, shoe boxes go up to twenty one hundred. So, so you had the you had the guy uh, at the old warehouse, and then you uh, you bought you bought the storefront with the warehouse in the back, and you moved. I feel like that's when you really needed help right because you can both do the storefront and and the stuff in the back no no correct okay um, so i i got rid of my yeah, my one employee before i moved to the new to the new area to the new warehouse um i also i also had the store in the new warehouse for about mm -hmm. six months before I opened the um, retail store. Right. Okay. So there's just nothing up front at that, at that point. Um, I, I was doing really well personally on BrickLink. Um, when I, when I moved to the new location, as soon as I moved it all nosedived. I don't, I don't, you know, bricklink, whatever, volatile. So uh, it got really bad sales-wise, um, really good for me doing it by myself, because at that point, yes, it was just me, the whole, mm -hmm. whole shebang. Um, so I guess the line I crossed must have been after that, after having and getting rid of an employee for a couple of years. Hmm. Um, hmm. I hadn't yet crossed the line, apparently which maybe is why I shouldn't have had one employee, but whatever. Do you know why, why the sales tanked? Um, I don't think I was putting, cause that, that was after I started fulfillment, but it really, I wasn't getting a ton of stuff through fulfillment just quite yet. Mm. Uh, I think my expenses were too high because I was buying damn near everything. Right. And okay. I wasn't putting enough money into BrickLink because I was buying all the wrong stuff. That was in like the buy everything you can on Amazon warehouse deals and buy every weekly sale at Target at Walmart. It's like, <laughs> uh, okay. I, I don't know if there is a time in the lifespan of a BrickLink store where buying the 20, 30% off things at target is really worth it. Yeah. I've never done I hate, that. I hate to say that. Cause it's a lot of stores are like, that's the thing on sale this week. And I get it. And part of that, it's great. I'm going to make so much money, I guess. I don't know if there's ever really a time when those sales are worth buying for your own Brickling store. I don't think so. I mean, I think I told you, I don't know if I said it on the show or if it was in a like after show chat. Um, if I look at the part out value of a set, 
and I can't at least double or, you know, uh, uh, typically I'd try to look at for triple the value of what I'm paying. So like if I'm buying a set on clearance for $25, like it has to have at least a $75 part out value for me to get it, to buy it and part it out because there's no point to work with a margin smaller than at least, you know, doubling or tripling your money. Ooh, here we go. Hi, Paul. Oh. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Spiros. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey. Oh. Hey, is that marker on your face, or is that... <laughs> <laughs> I think that... it Would it be racist if I said it's a Fu Manchu? Uh, I don't have this. It's a I can't, I can't grow Manchu. this. <laughs> he, he does. He doesn't have like the tail coming out of the soul patch area. It's it's handlebar for now, except for oh man, I gotta do that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised <laughs> I nobody made a comment. <laughs> nobody made a comment to you last week about about your goatee. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> it was it was next, one week. Next week it'll just be regular mustache. Yeah. One week. Uh, you, need, less you need one of you need one of these. I can't. <laughs> if I could, I would. I can't hey, do it. It doesn't Sarah's physically big- work. Spiros, I think I just saw a bird fly out. <laughs> no, that was, a beard. That, that, was actually, that was actually a squirrel, like putting a nut away for the winter. <laughs> are you uh are you gonna be like completely clean shaven again uh, in no. a couple weeks here? No, no. actually I, I don't know, like because I started wearing a face mask when I go out. Like and I I made the comment to a couple of friends. I was like, like ladies underwear in the eighties. <laughs> like <laughs> um, <No>. but but, <laughs> uh, but uh I was I was I was contemplating I was contemplating shaving just because you know it's such a like it just looks so ridiculous to have this mask floating over the beard. Um but I mean I had the beard before the pandemic and I'm gonna have the beard after the pandemic, so why should beard I change? Is Pandemics yeah. are temporary. Beards forever. Oh. Well, didn't, didn't you didn't you shave like everything last year? Yeah, like, like right once, around Easter. Actually, yeah, because that popped up in my Facebook memories. Yeah. I said I shouldn't be left to my own devices because this <laughs> happens, and then I was completely clean shaven from uh, top of the head to the bottom of my chin. From tip um, to taint. Yeah, tip to taint. <laughs> um, but. Um, <laughs> Different spin on that. I haven't heard that one before. Paul Paul goes for all the blue references. Must be that blue chew. Uh, um, no, but uh, now nah, I'm keeping the beard. It's funny because I actually um, I stopped over at my parents' house, like, and we maintain social distance. I made I made my mom put stuff in their garage so that I wouldn't come in contact with them because they're the older. Stuff. Well, Not you know, them, but just the, the stuff. Yeah, I was like, hey, well, my mom, my mom, like, has stores of food and water and everything. And she's like, do you need anything? And I'm like, uh, whatever you got, you know, <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, I made I made dinner last night. And my mom doesn't know how to cook for two because <laughs> she had a family of seven for so many years. So she still cooks for seven. So she has leftovers upon leftovers. Right. So she'll, so after my dad's had his food, you know, she's like, Oh, I have this and that. And she's like, do you want me to make you, you know, make you some? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I just tell her to throw it all in like a, a insulated bag and put it in the garage. And I call in my order about 15 minutes before I show up. <laughs> um, 
But uh, my mom, my mom saw me and she's like, you have to trim your beard. I was like, no, I'm like, no, mom. I was like, once the beard goes into the mouth and up to my brain, the beard is in control. Then it takes over. <laughs> then, 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 then it's no longer Spiro. It's we are beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a uh, great tangent. Yeah. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Uh, I got one thing. Uh, I found one uh, minifigure from Series 20. Oh, wow. And, and I'm glad because I wasn't about to go feeling up the bags during <laughs> all this. So it's probably the only one that I'll get unless I find a clean case somewhere, um, which i sure I never will. Um, the only one I'll get up until this is well and done with for a while. <laughs> When did uh, but they it, get released? April first. I think it's supposed yeah. to be released like mid-April, from what I've heard mm. from other people. Did not not confirmed anywhere, but it seems I, April first might be I the one. I think it would have been an April first, but maybe they pushed it back by two weeks. But it, it would have been April first, and maybe some places they just did it April first because they they knew the the way it usually goes. No one's in the store anyway, so <laughs> that's like the minions set. The minions sets released too, but. The fuck if anyone's out there buying them, right? I hear that. Team is bombing so hard. <laughs> we had oh, one loan bag at Meyer. Uh, Meyer, oh, and it, it wasn't you even and, in the Lego section. It was like in a random spot. I'm like, oh, you sweet, and, I'll take that one. <laughs> you and your regional anyway. chains. You don't? Do um, you, oh yeah, I guess that so you wouldn't. We, yeah, nah, we, me and Greg from Mercy hanging out at Meyer now. Dude, I I used to do Meyer runs in. Uh, College all the time, like yep. midnight Meyer runs. Same, same. Um, Spears, no, no need to wah-wah about it. <laughs> wah-wah. Oh, man, <laughs> wah-wah. Spears, are you, are you near one of the Florida wah-wahs? Uh, oh, wait, what do you mean one of the? They, like, have, they have a few wah-wahs. I could now I'm throw... wondering if wah-wahs is the plural of wah-wah. Okay, I could, I could, I could probably <laughs> is throw that a COVID this ball. ball. I don't. It's a COVID. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's got it, Florida man. <laughs> uh, I could probably throw this ball into the air, and it would hit a Wawa with how fast they're springing up in Florida. Uh, I say I'm not in Florida, so I don't know how many there are or how fast they're growing down there. But no, I know there's a few years ago they opened like three, and I was I was in Florida in 2014. And I saw like a Wawa cup on the ground as litter, not near a Wawa. And I'm like, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I mean, there's one right down the street from my apartment. There's one uh, like straight down south on the major intersection. All right, man. Unlikely Wawa brothers. All right. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That reminds me. I've got a reward. I need to go cash in. Uh, (laughs) I'm in the Mecca. I'm in the Wawa Mecca. So I know it's not Meyer, but Fred Meyer's, a completely different thing, spelled different, is different. With Fred in front. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Spelled different, also different first name. Uh, No relation. From Fred Meyer's, no relation. They have like a a 20% off sale on some lego which includes the minion sets which just dropped oh, brand so new like, that's crazy if 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 you uh if you want to support a theme that's totally not awesome and is and is just a, an affront to how much more star wars there could be on the shelves you could buy minion sets on sale 
at Fred Myers. <laughs> from what I hear. Then again, by the time you see this, I'm sure that sale is over. So, okay. <laughs> oh man, I forgot to have Greg pick up those uh, jet fires. Jet fires. Yeah, he he tagged He'll me be there. in a post. But they, won't, maybe they won't be on sale anymore. He tagged me in a post in the cafe, and I was like, ah, I just dropped money that I shouldn't have. So, um, so, so where was right, I on it. my tail? Yeah, yeah, we're trying yes. to find where 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 Chris's line is. And did I cross you... the line? Yeah. So I, know, I I I moved into the new warehouse, and sales went very much south. So much so that I really couldn't afford my my bills at the time. That's when I entered the darkest period and darkest period in my life, taking a job at Target, which I hope I hope to someday forget that that ever happened. I, I had really, no idea I, you did that. I, I really I really hope that like that part of my memories gets wiped, and I can I can be happier knowing that I never failed that hard and stooped that low. Hey, well, now thankfully it's now pres- it's uh, preserved on a podcast for for you yeah. When we all when we time. first started yeah. the podcast, that was like the, the tail end of uh, of Chris's Lego or Lego his his Target tenure. I I did hmm. six months there full time, making less money full time than the rent at my apartment in in a month. Wow! Um, and then after that. I after six months I opened the retail store. This is nothing to do with crossing the line, but I I then at the behest of the um uh store, the STL at, yep. at the behest of the STL who left and was an STL elsewhere because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the behest of them, I stayed on one day a week because I don't know. Target gets in trouble if too many people quit. Um, yeah, can't have those turnover numbers. Yeah, so I stayed on one day a week for a year. So I was there a year and a half total. But one day a week for a year, I have no idea why I did that. Um, oh, I do. I do know. It was for the discount on Lego. Swoop. You got to swoop yeah. that shit. Yeah. I was, somehow, uh, somehow I got as many cardboard Lego standees as I did just on Tuesdays. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> I come in, they're there near the compactor. I'm like, oh, I'll go walk this out back for no good reason and then swing around the car when I leave and get it. And also your uh, your Lego Sand Speeder uh, posters or whatever that you got. Like a stack of 200 of them or something like that. <laughs> so like my, the target I was at, shout out to uh, 1196. Um they apparently just didn't do the the promos with Lego pretty often because they would have like a, a, a as Dust would say, a grip of posters uh, in sure. the break room, and I just go in and be like, "Well, nobody else here wants these, and I know that, so I take the whole thing and go put it in my car." And that was that. Like it, it was, it was kind of nice being the like I've got nothing to lose employee. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, everyone should get that opportunity in their life to be the employee. Where it's like, I got nothing to lose. I'm here been, to gain. I, I've been so there. that relates to your employees that you have now. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's let's go back to trying to figure out where that line is. Is yeah. the so when was the first employee after that? Was it to help with the front or was it to help pull orders? Let's see. Um. It was it was the help to the front. 
Because mm-hmm. I, I did the first year of Warminster Brickshop by myself. And that was a combination of, of running the store in the back as it was growing, but not very demanding. And then going up front anytime a customer came in. Because while I think the first year was actually the best year of the retail store for sales, it was reasonably slow where I could just go up front anytime a customer came in. I wasn't mm-hmm. that far from the action. Right. And okay. after a year, I hired I hired two employees at the end of 2018 to um, to do a full coverage of the the store hours up front, where it's they they split the days of the week, the seven days of the week. They split those and and they have the front covered, and they also did like sorting or straightening it up or pricing or whatever else I needed them to do that could be done up there. And that's just what they did. Um, So that makes, that makes sense. So what, when was the first employee that you, you hired for the back for, for the Brickling store? uh, I got to think about when I hired Carter. Uh, I guess, I guess where I'm going with that is like, there was a need. What was the need? What, why? What? What forced you to to hire him? Um, I think. Oh, it was it was fulfilled by Clutch. Definitely, it was um, the fact that I had pallets of stuff arriving from stores that were calling it quits or investors who just this was a good opportunity for them to to move parts. Uh, a lot was arriving in 2018 i want to say carter lost uh his position at the the job from whence we all came uh breakfast live he, he lost his position there in july of 18 and um i think it was it was summer of 18 i think and then he kind of did nothing for a little while and then i got him a job working for the guy that I rent the warehouse with um, shortly thereafter. As soon as he was ready to stop being a lump, he um, he took that position, which is funny because the the employee I had at the old warehouse, I, I gave him to the same guy. I was like, here, you can work for this guy now because I, uh, I can't employ you anymore. I'm sorry. Go work for this guy. And he worked for that guy for a while. And then he left, and then Carter kind of replaced him working for that guy. And then once the FBC stuff started coming in at near the just near the end of eighteen, um, I I matched what that guy was paying Carter, and I just kind of stole Carter from him. And Carter right. would have rather worked with me and for me. That's I still don't guy. think that's the line, though, right? Like, I, that that feels like to me like you you got, you became overloaded, but you just needed help getting out of it. But it wasn't the line, right? Like, like you could, probably could have got rid of Carter at that point and continued on. So, I think the line we still haven't reached the line yet. Of okay, I'm glad where, you're uh, you're keeping where, score. Yeah, uh, from from my perspective as a uh, 
from my no, they perspective. They don't carry the three anymore, do they? New math. <laughs> no, actually, I, I taught myself the new math after watching my daughter do one problem, oh. and then I'm laughing. I'm laughing Tangent. at all. Let's let's not go down that that rabbit hole. No, I'm just I'm <laughs> laughing at all my Facebook friends, like my cousins, who are like, "You're gonna learn the old way." I was like, "How about you not be a dinosaur and teach your kid, teach yourself the way your kids are doing it, so that you can actually." get them good grades instead of saying we're just going to do it my way. But anyway, uh, my perspective as a uh, probably the youngest uh, brick link store of the three of us, um, I would say the line where you need help in, you know, an employee would be when uh, pulling the orders is interfering with your uploading. Yeah. So, I, I didn't. I don't have like a fully documented timeline on all this, but I I know I started employing uh, high school kids in March of nineteen for uh, sorting and pulling orders. It was like you pull orders, and if you run out of orders, then you sort something. And at first, there was a good amount of. And there's some turnover in that. And then there was a good amount of they finished the orders. Now they got to sort this for a little while until their shift is over. And then that still happens every now and then. It depends on how heavy the kids all come in and pull orders. And if the orders aren't that heavy, then it could happen still. Currently, right now, it's like uh, orders sit as paid for three days before we even pull them and ship them. Yeah, I think so, that's the line. I think the line is where they're they're just pulling all day long, right? And they they don't they don't reach the end of the orders, right? So whenever yeah. that happened, I think that's where your line is of where you really you really needed them, right? Like you couldn't go back. But the, I think the bigger question is how long can you do 100% of the tasks involved yeah. in the Brickling store before you decide it's it's time to take on one person, or do you take on multiple people at the same at the at, at one time? Well, the, um, the the original question was, where was the line where you couldn't go back, right? And hmm. so I think this is yeah. a different question, which is like, yeah, I think the I think the line there was hiring Carter to, well, either, either line you want to want to go to. I was you were working a full time job and you needed help running the store, or you hired Carter because you had all of this inventory coming in at once and you needed to, to get out of it. Yeah. So yeah, that that's a different line, right? Like you needed help there. Yeah. I think when I hired Carter, I needed like a temporary employee, which is what Carter was. Cause then he left, uh, he left us all, went to Billund and is working hard from home in Billund now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, yeah, he told me he's designing from home, which is uh, annoying. But that's what he's doing now. I wonder. I wonder if. I wonder if he's doing it fully digitally from home. His design work. I want. I wonder how much of the design process is digital to begin with, even if you're in the the office with all the bricks. Yeah. See, I, I'd be curious to know, like, what you'll never know. A, They'll never if, tell us if there was a percentage of like certain designers are all hands on, and certain designers are all digital, and then so like they. They will eventually like do the crossover when it gets to the next part like in the, the process. The, the Minecraft designers are all digital because it's just like a rendering <laughs> software. Like, just play the game. Bricks. 
<laughs> and <laughs> snap the bricks. I think it'd be cool to just to, to see like, oh yeah, those those guys they 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 almost never touch the bricks until they get to, to until the, they're they're just about done and they're happy with their design that they've that they created. Or then you get someone who apparently like Carter who is he builds it all physically and then probably has to go through the process of digitizing the whole thing because he might be just a free build mocker where he just pulls it all together and then he's gonna be like, okay, now I got to think about it in in the way of of a of a consistent and and an understandable instruction booklet or something like that i uh there was a uh an interview with the lego master judges uh last week i think and they were talking about working from home and and they said they they did get to go into the office and grab like all of their building materials so a bunch of bricks to be able to bring home <laughs> oh so nice i think they also talked about like they're doing some digitally and then some you know hands-on stuff but, but they have all of the materials at home so I'm very well, glad wonder, that there are judges in this show. It, it lends some credence and some credibility to it. <laughs> I would love to see them. And they they asked them this question in, in that interview. It was like, do you, what would you do if you were to actually be a competitor in the show like for, for one time? And it was like an interesting question because I like – it, in the early early part of the show, when they were like overly critical of everybody, I was like, I want to see them actually compete and see how well they would do or not do because <laughs> of that. You know, the the clock constantly ticking down on them. But well, that's, right. I mean, that's that's like that's if you compare it to like a, a more classic game show. If you compare it to like American Idol or something, it's like you look at the judges. And I'm like, but are they flawless? Like, yeah. have they ha- have can they sing with zero flaws you mean the judges vocally but that, that that's not the point of being the judge simon cowell can't yeah. sing but simon cowell can produce the hell out of an act and he knows how to make money off of someone doing that so okay. the, the judges right. are there for a different purpose not because they're good builders and i think be, that that is what lends the credence and the credibility to that part of the show. Otherwise, if you get great builders judging, then there's going to be someone, someone will just be like, well, this is not the right style. You don't like this style or whatever. When you get people that are like looking at it from how Lego would normally look at something like this, it makes it a different show. Again, not, not, not better or worse. It's a different show. Yeah. I watched uh, the um, semifinals tonight. Sending nobody home. Come on. I, yeah, I, I was like, one, I was I like, I was like, come on. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure if you looked at the way uh, reality TV game shows are produced and all that, like this, this is not unprecedented to do that kind of maneuver. Oh, it's not. I, I, I called it from the beginning of the show. I said if the show gets popular enough, and people like it. The the final three will be the final. The, 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 it won't be a final two in the finale. It'll be the final oh, three. I was waiting for the trope of we bring one back, and mm-hmm. normally right. when you bring mm-hmm. one back, they also lose again on that episode that they came back on. Which is That's usually se- a season three or season four kind of a thing. But okay. but the, the keeping the, 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 the person from being eliminated in the, last, in the last episode is usually there when the show gets popular, and as is bringing all, every, all everyone back in the in the finale so they can all do it. I don't know what they're going to do in this. They're all going to be helpful. Well, I mean, help the whole thing was shot what? in, like, a relatively short amount of time. So they usually are. I don't think they sent everybody home and brought them back. No, but, I mean, no, they, they, they bring them back out of the show. They're all, they're, all, they're all going to be back in building in the next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's just you, how they do it. <laughs> do you think there's any chance that because Tyler and Amy were in third place out of three, they're like, nobody goes home tonight. 
So, you, so if it were one of the others, like then, then they would have sent them home. No, yeah, I don't think so. Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk shit on teams that don't deserve to be there. <laughs> it's all See, about it, ratings. It, it is all about ratings, and it's all about like there, there's different things. So again, I, I, I watch a lot of reality competition shows. I have, and and I've, I've, I've gone through the. I've gone through American Idol, all that kind of stuff, and so, uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I know a bit more about how these kinds of things go generally. But yes, they're all, they're all produced. Um, but so you have the the two that are very, yeah, they're really technically good teams. So you you have um, Mark and Boone, Mark and Boone. Right? you have them, and then you have Tyler and Amy, who are the ones that are great sculptors and have great creativity, can do all that. And then with the other team, you have Sam and Jessica, who they're the the ones that have grown the most throughout the show, though. So yeah, that's what you always have to have them on the show. So you can go. I can go through all of them. The your in your your American Idols, you have your Clay Aiken versus Ruben Sutter, where you have Ruben who's always good and Clay Aiken who started out low and got really good. So you have you have to have the one that improves no. uh, throughout the season. Same with like with, with with any other any other show. They they do it all the time in Master Chef. There's always the one that is the dark horse. They, now they call it out every time. You might be the dark horse this season, and then it's the, <laughs> that's the one. That, that, is that insulting to tell somebody that? Yeah, that, that means you're not as good as the rest of them now. But you could be someday. And then, and then the, it's you, you for the ratings and for the people to to hook on the show. You have to have the person that has shown the most improvement there all the way through the end. So cynically, so, that's why they're all there. So Carter was important temporarily to help me get all the fulfilled by clutch parts into the store <laughs> and uh while i definitely could have because he was my he's my full-time uploader that's what he did he uploaded parts whether it was mine or fulfilled by clutch shipments that were coming in and that was that was crucial because right now i'm the uploader and i'm maybe a third of the order pullers and i running everything that is online and i'm doing everything right now because both i don't have enough people and some of the people i do have aren't coming in and the sales are increased so i'm grateful for the like the three or four people that i have that are still working but i don't know when that line was crossed because Carter left, and then I went a little bit uploading on my own, and then I replaced him with somebody else who then disappeared, and I've just been doing uploads on my own since then. I I have four order pullers. Only one of them is working right now, but I have four order pullers that are all very part-time. And when I th- when all four of them are working their normal hours... Even right now, with how many orders are coming in, if all four of them were working normal hours, I think they would take care of the orders and they would still wind up sorting stuff. So maybe that means I have too many order pullers, but I'd rather have too many order pullers than have to pull orders myself. True. So I I don't know. I guess... I, I hired. I started hiring the order pullers in March of nineteen, which is really when things exploded sales wise. Um, through a combination of, I think it was just my time to shine and a lot of FBC infusion. Um, the sales haven't really 
looked back since crossing that line. March 19 is my best month ever as far as the fees go. Um, March of 20 was like $5 shy of March of 19 as far as fees go. So that that's awesome. I almost beat that month. I, I had a 11th, 11 month streak of of um, the, 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 the month being the best month ever, or sorry, the, the best year ever for that month, uh, 11 months in a row. Like this is the best March we've ever had. This is the best April we've ever had. Not the April of 19 was down from the March of 19, but it was the highest April ever. We had 11 months straight of it. This is the best year for that month. And um, that ended last month with being a few dollars shy of the previous year, but the previous year was the number one month ever. So it's not the worst thing to happen. And now you, um, you also you also have a different employee now that's doing your your processing of your bulk too, right? Yes, I have a full time employee who's processing processing the bulk, and then I have two employees that are doing the phase after the bulk gets processed. And um, my one employee who would so the, the bulk comes in and then it kind of spreads out among several people. Uh, the one position is is uh, held by one of the two people who watches the front of the store. And while she's at home, uh, I've been doing that job where I'm taking the bulk that's ready to get the finishing touches and be washed and then go out to the fill a cup table. I'm doing that position of taking out the parts and getting the rest into bags by weight for eBay. Mm -hmm. And I increased my price again on eBay today because it's just, they're not stopping. And <laughs> I'd rather have bags ready to ship than constantly being like, all right, how do we get 12 pounds ready to ship today? When we work, I'm looking at an empty bin of uh, stuff that's ready to ship. So I'd, I'd rather be ahead of that. Um, even if it means I'm not making as many sales, which I don't know if that's the right answer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if increase the price, uh, forfeit some sales, but be more timely with the shipping. I don't, I don't know if that's the right answer. Like certainly you can make an argument for the other end of it, which like, you know, ask for forgiveness kind of thing, where it's make all the sales, do the best you can to ship it all out. If you have to cancel a few or get negative feedback for a few, that's fine because you're making that money. I, I get it, but I, I just don't know where to land on that. That's a that's a dangerous uh, mindset to have for business. Now, granted, your eBay sales, as you've mentioned many times, is is not your that's not your bread and butter, and that's basically that's the tail end of like, yeah, we can get some more money this way. Let, let's do that. And yeah. And, and so, so there, there is that part of it right, where you don't need to focus on it necessarily. But I think you're doing it right where having a few pounds already, already sorted, if there's the time to do so, uh, is certainly not a bad idea. And it's certainly it's, – it's, there, there's value there because worst-case scenario, it's, it's been sitting there for a few months. All of a sudden, the eBay sales dry up and your bulk table is, 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 is nearly empty. You can always just dump them back out and throw them on the bulk table and it will be fine. So yeah. there's no real negative impact to doing it, assuming there, again, there is the time. If it does pull, um, like, so, so you can't fulfill some of your brick-like brick orders because you're too busy 
preemptively filling all these eBay bags and, and pounds like that, then that then you swung too far in that direction. Um, so it, it is a balance to strike. But I think if there is time to certainly have five to ten maybe pounds in in bags ready to go uh, is is probably um, a safe bet. A hundred bags would be too much. I think it's, there's too much focus there certainly. But yeah. it, if it's you're almost, getting uh, pound orders, then you might as well just have that. It's almost scary because like at any minute I could make a twenty pound sale through eBay, and it's like. I don't have 20 pounds ready. I'll well, get it ready, but everything that comes in after that 20 pounds, between the 20 pound order coming in and when the 20 pound order ships, everything in that span gets pushed to afterwards. And that's just a bunch of orders that are going to be late. Well, I mean, what's the, what's the point where you decide to maybe suspend the eBay sales to it, the, maybe the, mm, optimize the value you're getting out of that bulk? Because, like you said, you could be making you know more sales outside of eBay if you break that bulk down, or if you refine that bulk a little further. I'm already so, like, taking a lot out of that bulk. The stuff that's going on eBay, stuff that's selling through eBay, is already the stuff that I have never considered sorting and listing. Okay. Now, if it wasn't an option to sell on eBay, I would, and I had more space and more staff, I would probably wind up sorting everything completely and listing it. I'm not at that point yet. I don't know if I'll ever will be, but the stuff I'm selling on eBay is <laughs> nothing I have any desire to list on BrickLink at the moment. Paul, I just saw your uh, your tag. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did start a little bit earlier. <laughs> so I, I think the line was at March of 19 when sales really exploded. They didn't look back, and I took on a bunch of kids to pull all the orders. This is uh, obviously me being late. This is the line where you couldn't go back to not having employees anymore? Is, is that Correct. what it is? Okay. Correct. Yeah. The, the line yeah. at which I wouldn't be able to do everything the business needs on my own. And there's not enough time to do it solely i think yeah. it was then um i had carter until august when he when he left and went to denmark um uh, oddly enough so august is when i i um employed a minimum purchase price in my store which was a huge mistake that i've talked mm -hmm. about before august was was Putting the minimum buy of ten dollars on your store is is shooting yourself in the foot. I thought it was twenty dollars. Um, no, I think it was ten. That it's. I've said it before. It's it's asinine. Uh, the the average order size and the percentage of orders that are over ten dollars during a no minimum purchase price sales period is like ninety percent. But you you make far few far less than ninety percent of the orders you should be making when you put a ten dollar minimum buy on it. People see ten dollars and they're like, "The hell if I'm ever gonna spend ten dollars? Yeah. That's crazy." When 
if they didn't know there was a minimum purchase, they would have spent over ten dollars. Yeah, it's all psychological. I'm I'm the same way. Um, I I have gotten smarter about it, knowing how much an order would typically run me. But yeah, if, if I see that, it is certainly for stores that I don't know are like the size of yours. Let's say if I don't feel like digging in to see how big that store is and what kind of parts they have, I'd be like, I don't want to deal with it. I'll probably get over 10, but what if I don't? And I don't want to. And then, and then I did, went through all that work and it turns out like I can't even, I couldn't even do it. I, eh, screw this. I'll find one that has no minimum. It's I figure just a lot of people, all people are, they're placing orders using a wanted list. They're not just going to the store and just browsing. Sure. Like they, they start with a wanted list and I nah, would do that. Not everyone does though. There's, there's a lot of people who don't. My first stuff through on, on BrickLink, I didn't have a wanted list. I've gotten better at it, like I said. But, I, but my first times on well, BrickLink, you're 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 wanting something. You're going in looking for something, right? Right. But if you're you go into a store that has something that you're looking for to begin with, you're not just picking a store at random. Sure, but uh, but 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 even then, like there's 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 not the chance that if I if I had my ideal, here's my wanted list, and I'm, everything off from one store, sweet. Let's let's just do that. That's the easiest one, right? But if you have to then start parsing it out to different stores, if you want to do that to get your full wanted list, then it gets to be more of a pain to see if, especially when you're trying to clean that all up at the end. If 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 these last, I don't know, fifty pieces, if that store only has twenty of them, what are the chances that's going to be ten dollars or whatever, something like that? Like it's just, I don't want to do it. I that. mean, it's to me, it's not many buttons to go in there. And like query the want want a list against the store and be like, is it anywhere near the minimum buy? No. Okay, I'm leaving. Yes. Okay, let's continue. Yes, Almost. Sir. Okay. What else do they have? Right. But just- again, that's that's you. There's, there are a lot of people who are not as experienced as you are with BrickLink, and you you come in it with with that that <clears throat> way more understanding than most people have because you're also a seller and and you've been doing but, it for so yeah, long yeah. And so for so well. But, for someone who doesn't, it, it's it as, as well now it's better, but. There was a time where that shit was hard as hell to try to figure out the, the first time you look at it. I'm like, uh, I, minimum buy. I don't want minimum buy. That's just like, screw it. I, I don't want to deal with this auction on eBay. Give me a buy it now. How much is it for buy it now? Okay, it's easier. Just that and fine. Super Done. interesting. And I think I think it was Pinkerton that said it on uh, one of the shows. It's super interesting looking at the fact that people are buying less on Amazon now because the shipping isn't two days currently. Like the prime shipping isn't a thing right now. The shipping is like, you might get it in two days. You might get it in four days. You might get it eventually. You'll get it, but you'll get it. It's like, I have, I have not bought stuff because it's not going to be here before I think about it again. Yeah. It's super I, weird. It's a, it's, I, it's a condition to that. This is the line that like 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 what See, you that's, line where you can't go back anymore. Amazon Prime is one of those things. Like once you get it and get used to it, you can't go back again. Like I I can't oh, I've, I've, waiting I've, this long to get three I've, days. This is bullshit. I don't want to wait three days for this item. It's coming from because it's also impulsive, and I might not want that shit three days from now. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's because I order a lot of stuff from. Uh, China through eBay, like when they have the coupons and things. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's been, I it's been years since they had coupons on eBay. It, I miss that so it's, much. It's, it's it's been about a year. Like yeah. I remember, I remember last summer there was like a coupon every like every three oh. weeks. Just ask Brink; he's got them yeah. all in a ledger. <laughs> right. Coupons hit. He he kept track of it. I I just made sure I caught every one of them because I had stuff waiting 
in my want mm-hmm. list just for I, one I, minute. I, oh yeah, I do just... too. But it's like it's dead now. So yeah, it's been sitting there. I have stuff in my 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 want list for like or my watch list. It's eBay for like two years now. <laughs> it's waiting. Yeah, and most and most most eBay sellers have moved on to Facebook, and they're in like the Transformers group, so you can find them directly there and try to cut a deal outside of eBay and uh, their web store to try to you know shave off fees. But um, I mean, if 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 ten percent, if three percent, if if these are going to break you, then I mean, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's not. It's not a matter of. It's not a matter of breaking you. It's a matter of wanting to get as much bang for your buck as possible. Yeah, like there's there's that that cost of doing business. There's that Drake meme. Well, I'm a I'm a consumer, so I don't have to worry about the cost of business. This ain't the boot sale, man. This is a business. Right, but there's so there's that Drake meme, right? That's the like. $10 $10 shipping, hell no. But or it's like, whatever, it's like $60 plus $10 yeah. shipping, hell no. But spend $80 free shipping, yeah, I'm all in there. I know the yeah. matter. But like, there's that mentality for all of these types of things where you get used to a certain thing a certain way. And like Spiro said, you want to get the most bang for your buck uh, as a consumer that you think, like, no, if I have to tack on extra, extra for shipping, it's just not worth it. Even though well, it's, it's the also price is the same. Well, it's also the fact that for the ten dollars that you spent with the additional ten dollars to get that free shipping, like you have something tangible in your hand. Whereas paying ten dollars for shipping, you don't have anything to show for that money that you paid to sh- get it shipped. Yeah, and, so the, and, the, and the thing is, is people are just get they, people feel very entitled when it comes to shipping, and they shouldn't because people are dumb. No. And I feel I, I admit, I've, again, I've, I felt the same way. Did you, did you give them that fifty cents off the shipping? I did, I did actually, and I and I didn't and I didn't leave him, I didn't leave him feedback, and then it popped up in my uh, seller dashboard today that I have one order uh, awaiting feedback. And I saw that he hadn't left any for me, and I just left it. And I was like, "Well, let's see if he leaves me positive, or if he doesn't." But I mean, so, talking about the line, you'll get to a point where you never use the um, the my profile tab of Bricklink. You only use yeah. like the um, the my store tab of Bricklink. I don't like the the action items. I don't go to that page anymore. The only it's time the action, I ever go there what, what is you, like when what I have a bunch of stuff. What are we talking like? Okay, I'm I'm at Brinklink right now. So there's the two at the top. The one on the left is a, your store. The one on the right is your profile. Right. You go the into only, your profile. The only and reason it's I go be to your like ID card. Right. The only reason I go to there. Oh, I never. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I only go there. What are you talking about? Feedback. Where you saw the you needed the post of feedback. No, it was in my. Uh, it was on the my store under the my store tab. Because you have okay. the my store, and then you have sales products account, and then you have the window right underneath that that says, "Okay, now Chris, bear with me because this isn't going to apply to you." <laughs> but mine says three orders not yet shipped, and then it says notify four hundred forty-seven lots in your inventory. So, That's the only thing I go to the my profile page for is to click that notify right. buyers of the stuff I've uploaded, and that's only when I remember to go there. Sometimes I'll go there, and there's new stuff in my store that's been in there for a week, and I'm like, oh, I should probably send emails. Yeah, but oh, there, some of them I won't just, apply anymore because some of these things sold. I just notified 447 people. 
Get it, man. 447 items. So what is so, like what does that actually do? Is it people who have like favorited your store? Like it, it's no, it's, um, people, it's, it's, it's it's anybody who has the item on their wish list, right, Chris? It's anyone who has that item on their wanted list and has chosen the get email notifications oh, for this item know. checkbox. Which yeah. right, you, so. and you can set up specific rules, like only send it to me if it's like meets this minimum or yeah, yeah, yeah. criteria, right? Like yeah, I only want new items that are if you're a sane person, you have all those turned off. Like, I don't email yeah. me when this shit pops up, unless it's something like people will, um, they'll like hunt down non-production parts or super rare parts, and they'll have. I understand turning a notification on for like if somebody lists this thing that maybe shouldn't exist, I want to get an email about it. I understand that, but getting emails all day long for this guy uploaded a bunch of dishes today—that's right. a little bit crazy. <laughs> I, I find it does help. I, e- either it's the uploading or it's the notification that helps drive people to your store. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I was waiting until I hit 500 just because it was... Yeah, I some, never wait. So, know, you know was, when you... You guys won't remember this, probably, but you know when you send the drive through messages and it has all those little squares that light up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the wanted list notification button used to do that too there used to be little squares for every one of them and it was so much fun to get that whole fucking screen to light up like like you said 400 people there'd be 400 little boxes that would light up and you're like oh my god (laughs) you could you could damn near break bricklink trying to if you sent out enough notifications at the same time trying to get those squares to light up they got rid of that now it's just like you get an email about it don't worry I always try to do the guessing game. How many people does this go to? Oh man, somebody, uh, somebody, damn near cleared me out of my eight by sixteen plates. I if if you go back far enough that on, email. The, on the bricks on the dollar Facebook page, you probably could see one of the old like all those squares lit up pictures, like a screenshot of one of those um not- want to list notifications sending. It might have even have been my cover photo for a little while, just like if I broke four digits in wanted list notifications, just all those little green squares. I think I had a, a screenshot of that at some point. But that's irrelevant. So in, in August, when Carter left and the minimum buy tanked everything, that was the first time where I thought, once again, maybe I've taken on too much labor too many employees here and uh thankfully getting rid of that minimum buy turned things back around and it it picked back up since i think september was all right but then october going forward was was real good and i think i'm again in that period where I, i couldn't go back in august based on those sales i probably could have handled everything by myself if i wanted if if that was going to be how it was, I probably could have handled it all myself. But you get to a point where you need to keep uploading because you can you can you can track how many parts you sell in a day, how many parts you sell in a month, and if you're not listing that many parts or more in a day in a month, you could assume 
that that number is going to decrease going forward. You're, if you sell 5,000 parts today and 5,000 parts tomorrow, and you upload 1,000 parts over those two days, you might not sell 5,000 parts the following day. Right, you have to replenish your stock. Yeah, which is, it's silly, because it's not like you're replenishing the same stock. It's not like this skew's sold out, more is on the way from the distro. It's not like that. It's it's like, I'm adding whatever I'm adding, but as long as I'm adding, it's all good. Right. So, I... I need someone to be that like full-time uploader. It's like, if mm-hmm. I upload more parts in a day than I sell, that's great in my opinion. I, I think that's that's a good move. Right now, I'm not uploading anywhere near as many parts in a day as I'm selling. Um, some days, the amount of parts I sell every day changes, of course. Some days, I, I do upload more than I sell because I happen to be uploading a lot of little parts. Like I'm doing tiles. I'm on the tail end of tiles right now. And I, I uploaded 3000 tiles this morning and it was, um, three, three lots, three lots, yeah, three lots, 3000 tiles, all one by twos, three colors of one by twos. (laughs) Just, they build up and then you upload them all in one batch and that's cool. But like, if I sold 5,000 parts that day, it doesn't make a difference. So I, you reach a point where you need to put a certain amount of time into uploading because if you don't upload, your sales are going to wane. And I mean, I guess if your sales wane, then you will have more time to upload. <laughs> but if, you, if you're going at it and putting all you can into uploading, you'll maybe keep your sales consistently increasing, which is helpful especially if you want to retain and have employees. Right. So it's, it's the, it's the mindset of being proactive versus reactive in, in these cases. Again, yeah. to, to go bit, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah to, to, to kind of look at it from, from that standpoint. So you don't necessarily want to plan for, well, the, the, it was a slow month here. So I don't want to hire too many people or, or whatever, because what if we get another slow month here? I, I can probably catch up if we do it or whatever. So you always want to, in an, in an ideal world, all things firing as they should be plan for always being hundred percent efficiency and, and, and doing, getting you, your store to the next step um, and trying to make more money as opposed to spend less money. If, if, if that makes sense, you want, you want to try to bring in more to, to control your overall expenses versus cut your costs to control what you're spending on expenses. So it's, it, it's, it's one of those things there where that that's, that's, what you want to concentrate on to move the store forward. Um, so the, the uploading is, is, is the important part there, like you said there, as opposed to um, like, what, what would you do? So you said, you've said you've been doing a lot of, a lot of uploading and things like that in an ideal world. Would that be what you, you personally would do would just be, you would be the guy uploading all day, like hundred percent of the times you just do all the uploads. Um, what would, if, if you had your perfect, Ideal. What would you be responsible for for bricks on the dollar, Warminster Brick Shop? Counting the money at the end of the day. <laughs> of course, Man, that's a, that's a good question. You, you do the least for the. You, you get the most money for the least amount of work. That's that's the dream, of course. Um, <laughs> I want to say I would be the uploader, but that's that's a job that could easily be done by somebody else. It's not it's not unthinkable 
to to be the uploader. I've had uploaders before. It's something I could hand off to somebody else. So what, right what now, would be then the idea for you? Uploader, but I overall I don't think that would be me. I don't I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd be thinking of what else are we going to do next? I'd be thinking of how do we improve the fulfillment service and what cool new posters are going to come out and what other ways am I going to diversify? Yeah. So that, um, that's basically, that's, that's, that's strategic. That's, that's marketing. That's, that's the, the more, um, you uh, find that be- photo. I did. I found it. <laughs> it's Was so, it a cover photo. I don't know. I didn't even know what the fuck that is. It just looks like money. (laughs) It's it's the green squares. So I don't know if you can read that at the the what it says above the squares. Then wanted sharing it. Progress bar shows the number. Number of something sent out. I'm asking Ralph because he's the one sharing it, so it's probably biggest on his screen. Oh, it says the the below progress bar shows the number of emails sent out. Please wait for it to complete before leaving this page. Yeah, you're the then... spam that page. <laughs> oh, wow. Just like the drive-through messages, these would light up from left to right, working their way down the rows. And uh, if you if you uploaded enough shit at one time, you could break this thing. <laughs> All right. Before I stop sharing, there's. I gotta scroll back a little bit because there was a photo here we're sharing that hopefully I can find quickly. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the exhibit uh, when they came out with the brick bricks? Yo, dog, I heard you like to build. We put bricks on your bricks so you can build while you build. <laughs> oh, come on, please find this quickly. It wasn't that is far it, back? Is it, is it awful for you? Uh, here it is. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> What's that stance, man? <laughs> that's, that's, that's quality. If a, if right. if there was ever a picture that said "I'm tripping balls," definitely that one. <laughs> okay. Definitely left those shelves behind at the old warehouse. That was before I mounted the stack-ons. That was just put stack-ons on a thing that's made to hold them. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at the shelves. <laughs> I don't think anyone was. Black right. shoes with white socks? <laughs> <laughs> He's got gray shorts. Kind of, It kind of works. It it's the headband that ties it all together. I know. Yeah, I, I ha- it's, a, it's a moccasin. I I even. <laughs> no, it's, it's slip-ons. Uh, okay, uh, um, but yeah. So so now I forgot where we exactly where we were. But but yeah. So you're, you're thinking more. Would, you, it, would it help would... if I said I rode my motorcycle to that location? <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> shoes. Yeah. No, no, I, no, I, I have I have I, I rode my motorcycle in slip-ons and shorts. Oh gosh! I, but I always wore the jacket. <laughs> At least so. your upper body is safe. Upper body is safe. I mean, wheelchairs exist, but <laughs> I need my arms. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so back to you in the, in the store. So in an ideal world, you would be doing more of the strategic stuff, how to, how to grow the brand, how to of diversify. Course, I think that's where everybody would want to be. In sure. So, so then, like, again, so, so you, you've, you've, you've crossed that line where you still you need to have people, but you don't. You you could then restructure is is kind of the next step. Either you take on more people, and so you give someone the job of 
That's so, so you, you bring someone in specifically to do all the uploading and you keep everyone else the same, or you just restructure. And then, so you make some of those people, like you said, you could have someone go in and just be someone existing in your staff, do all the uploading and then restructure some of the other staff to be someone who's temporary. So you catch, so you catch up on your, on your backlog of orders or some, someone who you hire someone temporary to get through your bulk bins that you have here and to sort some things through. So, there's there's other ways to kind of do it where you can actually get to that that level where you want to do it. But yes, you definitely pass the I don't need that anymore. Where did I cross that? You probably cross that when you like like you said, the best way you said it, I think, is when you just you just never look back. You just just kept it was March nineteen, you just kept yeah. going forward from there. That's definitely Keep it. moving twenty nineteen. Yeah, exactly. That that's that's definitely it. Um the, I that, think that the long term goal would to be to turn it into a twenty four hour facility where there's different shifts and like there's always people uploading and shipping orders, even if the mailman won't come until after the night is through. <laughs> if, if, if it's around the clock with different shifts, that's. And your employees have to pee excited. in a bottle. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, we have bathrooms. <laughs> well, you, you, it is always nice. Like if you do order something on eBay or whatever, and then you get, uh, this, the 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 seller has uh, has uploaded this has, has updated the shipping and you get like a shipping n- like number already a tracking number already like obviously this isn't going out yet right. until the next day when they happen to drop it off the at the post office if it's the next day it could be sitting in their in, in their just in their house for the next three days but they've created that shipping number so you feel better for this yeah but then when you're twenty four but, but then you're but then you're obsessively checking that tracking number to oh, see yeah. when it starts moving oh for sure because you're like come on this shit was this was created three days ago <laughs> I don't I don't like creating labels too far ahead of when they they leave um, yeah, but that's what you do when you when you're the twenty four hour fulfillment warehouse that's what you can do like you just have them they're just creating numbers and, and setting out waiting waiting for the 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 post guy. I need it, to find it, my scale. <laughs> random, random thought. I need to find my mailing scale so I can start printing out postage and having pickups done. Rooster blocks is just crushing it, apparently. <laughs> Rooster blocks, asshole. <laughs> Cock blocks. Oh yeah, you got to change both rooster bricks. Okay, <laughs> for me, bricks is like the standard. So, so I was like, I got to change both things. So I'm changing it to blocks. No, but that's <laughs> where he's going. So I got to change it back to bricks. Um, yeah, you're definitely blowing it out of the park right now. Uh, maybe even blowing it out of the water if uh, you can't find your scale. <laughs> no, I've, I, I've, I have no idea where the I've hell I put it. Told the story before about how when I started my store out of my apartment in college that was a block from the post office i would take orders there and have them weigh it and give me the shipping quote and then go back home and then invoice the person um wow they they they're they're, they were like pointing and nudging and like going like we have a scale it's on the wall you can buy it it's right there 24 yeah buy that scale i never did and this and is why the USPS is running out of money this year. <laughs> so what were you saying about funding USPS? Because I definitely was oh, not there for that conversation. This is this would be a political discussion, but basically the uh, uh, Trump Trump wants to stop funding. He's trying to block funding for USPS. USPS has th- said that they only have enough funding to get through September. 
because the, the the number of mailings have gone down now with the pandemic, and so like the the latest stimulus bill that that they're working on right now is including some funding for USPS, but Trump has said that he'll veto it because he does not want to provide any funding for USPS. Is uh, it so like, that does, there's does he... fewer postal employees working and like, you know, postpone mail just so more people can stop working? Is that what it is? Uh, for, it's just good. for he's... safety reasons? No, he's just a dumbass. Like, okay. because he doesn't realize <laughs> yeah. that, you know, despite the bum deal that the USPS has been dealt with how they have to pay out their, uh, their, what should I call it? Their, um, help me with the word here. Pension. Their pensions. Like that. Right there, guys. (laughs) Like they're, they're, the USPS is doing all right. If you take out the paying all the pensions aspect of it, Mm -hmm. but, and I mean, what it takes, like somebody broke it down where it was like, if you want to send a letter to uh, like a rural, you know, a rural part of a state, like it would cost you one forever stamp. Huh? In the barrel. No, not in the barrel. (laughs) (laughs) I know what the barrel is, Chris. Stop. Nobody nobody cares about your regional, (laughs) you know, abnormality of geography. Um, is is the barrel not rural for Maryland? It, it's rural, I guess. Suppose, but I mean, we're talking like Wyoming, Montana, like rural, rural. They don't even know there's a pandemic in Wyoming. <laughs> they, they're, so sure they're out there right. like big sky country fishing. They're like, oh, I got a nasty cough. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> They've always been um, socially distancing. It's fine. No, but I mean, it, I saw a post where it broke it down, where it was like mailing a letter to a rural location, you know, it would cost like one forever stamp. Or if you wanted to do it through FedEx or UPS, it would cost you like 25 or $30 because of, you know, the rural surcharge and, you know, this surcharge and then this. And I'm like, Just yeah. The letter. <laughs> well, what if... What if that's the only way you can communicate with your old Grammy because she doesn't have a phone? (laughs) You know, she won't be around too much longer. No, Um, I I I will say this about the USPS Day. I got real, I got real weird because none of you said anything or laughed or anything. Um, (laughs) They, uh, my my mail carrier, uh, his region his his route i guess his route is all industrial uh because it's it's just the way it's laid out i don't think there's any residences on his route and he's he's telling me about every day about how more and more the businesses are closing and more and more of them aren't accepting or sending mail because they're closed and he while i'm shipping out more stuff than ever a lot of these businesses aren't in the same industry as me and they uh, they're not needing as much service from USPS. So uh, the branch made the decision to um, have the mail pickup and delivery windows shortened as far as the, the route drivers, um, the, the building is still open as much as it's open. But mm-hmm. uh, my mailman is like my last pickup. It would normally be like, 4 30 
but it's like his last pickup is before three o'clock now. So he's like, your window has shrunk. Like I'm still gonna, he's still there three times every day to pick up mm-hmm. mail from me. But it, it happens that I'm sure it helps that I am next door to the post office. So he just keeps hitting my spot right before going back to unload. Right. If I was further away, I probably wouldn't get three pickups a day, but there it's like 11 in the morning, uh, like, one thirty and three o'clock he's there and it's like he's like you can still take stuff next door but this is my last one for the day because they're they're trying to clock us out earlier because there's just not as much mail right um, i mean they got they got a cut payroll like any retail establishment would do if sale like revenue was down yeah yeah but i mean back back to the uh the reasons why there's a, there's a couple things, right? Like we're talking about going to like a mail-in voting system. Uh, well, if they block that, they'll make it harder for, for votes to, to happen, which benefits yeah, certain voter, people. Voter suppression. The other, the other thing, and this is, this was being discussed before all this started was uh, they want to, um, Trump wants to privatize the USPS, even though it's in our constitution that we, we need this. Uh, he wants to privatize it. And uh, lately there's been a couple of articles explaining why that is. You know, they have these systems in place that, that you know, can, I don't even know what these systems do, but basically they, they're, these are these systems that help do the the advertised mailings that, that, that go out, right? And so like being able to sell those off to the privatized companies is I think one of their goals. So, you know, that, that's another reason why they want, they want to privatize this stuff. So I, if we lose the USPS, I, I, I don't know what kind of effect that would have on, on our business. Cause like shipping rates would just go through the roof, you know, um, God forbid yeah, what the shipping rate's going to be in January if they survive. You, you, at the same time, that would that would spur more competition. Like you might see a bunch more yeah, companies maybe. pop up out of nowhere and try to take that cheap postage slot. Like, like they 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 spring up out of nowhere in that cheaper than UPS and and FedEx um, position. I don't, I don't know. know if they'd be reliable. <laughs> But that's yeah. the thing you could do. I mean, you know, I mean, you got U- UPS, FedEx, and then like I, I think you could sort yeah. of say Am- Amazon right now is sort of like a shipper, right? Because they've got their own shipping stuff. Would they would they take that kind of stuff on as well? Yeah, yeah I mean that's, that, that's, that's just Uber for packages. That's all that is. They're just like no, because no, because Am- no, Amazon Amazon has Amazon employees driving the vans. Like now delivering they do. The for a little while, it was like laser yeah. ship they were using. Yeah, they're doing yeah. the flex, the flex delivery or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, all, it. it's all contracted out, right? Yeah. Before, well, Am- Amazon has their own fleet of airplanes. Like now, they they ship out their yeah. airmail themselves. <laughs> like they've they've cut out every distribution uh, avenue, like, and they've brought yeah. it all in house. Amazon and they still got their they, own airplanes, and Google's working on a space elevator. And they still drop off those packages that go to like rural areas because it's cheaper for them to ship through the, that last mile to those rural places through USPS than mm-hmm. to have a driver do it. So, yep. right, yeah, 
Anyways. Well, yeah, I don't I don't know what would I mean, I I don't like being under the thumb of uh, of too many companies where if that went away, everything you're doing is is null and void like um like when Lego bought Bricklink, no, nothing really has happened yet. But when Lego bought Bricklink, you're thinking, I everything I've I worked for could go away if they choose to to not do that anymore. It's kind of like that with USPS. We we all rely on USPS, and yes, something else might spring up. But the idea of the difference between me continuing this business and me not having this business anymore is this other company that I can't control. That's kind of scary. Yeah. 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 How, how has your international shipping been this year since, since January? Um, I would say on par. I, I, it's, it's almost impossible for me to correctly estimate the postage prices. So, Sometimes if you buy from me internationally on Bricklink, you're paying what you should be paying. And sometimes you're paying half of what you should be paying. Mm, and I'm just eating that. Like I, I shipped, uh, I mean, I don't know how this one operated through the normal means of, of the, the parameters I've set for postage, but I shipped uh, 33 pounds of bricks to Germany today. Oh, for $15. And, uh, I, it charged them $51, which I was like, that's that's awesome. It cost me $125 to ship it. Exactly. Oh, wow. That was way too little. <laughs> I know. But then uh, some other times, like when it goes to Canada, it's like it charges them 14 bucks, and it's like $13.78. I'm like, I didn't lose money. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you have international shipping set up I, don't, I, I, I set it up the same way where if it's no that one's by weight i don't know i just threw some okay. numbers out there and overall the whole shipping thing is a net positive for me so i don't mind all right because i mean if i don't I were to reduce international shipping i would just do u.s and canada because canada is a cheaper rate than the rest of the world which is nice yeah, because I only I only do shipping to the U.S., which I mean probably plays a part in why, uh, you know, I'm not getting a huge amount of orders. But um, I, I don't think international was ever more than twenty percent of my orders. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about the, what about Canada? The, like, is that included in international? Canada's, or is, Canada, yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's internet. Yeah, it's no, but I'm saying for in in your numbers, like in your twenty percent. Yeah, I think Canada is less than half of the total international. Okay, so I mean, it's not something that I need to worry myself about at the moment. Sh- shipping is what, like if you're trying to get your cost back from shipping. You know, like there used to be a page. Let's see if I can find it. There used it's to be like a page. Fifteen dollars now just to ship anything over overseas. It used to be like yeah. thirteen dollars, and like this two dollar increase that happened in January has just killed my international sales. Like, I don't even, I don't even get anything anymore. Well, I'm, then, almost, then I'm almost to the point ask, where I. Oh, go ahead. Now you ask yourself, like, if I if they had seen one hundred and twenty five bucks as the quote for shipping before placing that, it was a five hundred dollar order, mind you for the 33 pounds of bricks. If they had seen that, would they had not placed that order with the $51? Is that the reason that the order went through? And, and is that something to, um, you should consider? 
Hmm. I would. I would say yes. Yeah. Uh, $60, like, different than shipping price? I would pay attention to that. That's probably yeah, why they, they spent they would, $500. They would, have, they would have no idea. They don't know what I paid for postage after that. Or I'm they sure can they only have an assume idea. I paid $51 or less. Well, they can. I mean, you can. Let's say they've ordered these kind of things before, and they were the first time they they used you in that case or whatever. And if they have placed similar orders before from other sellers, like, whoa, this is way cheaper shipping. It's only fifty one dollars here. I'll definitely do that then, as opposed to going the traditional route or whatever. All right. So here's here's a page that used to be a pretty pretty mainstay page on Bricklink. Um, and here, uh, but now it's kind of hidden. The orders received summary page. Um, I used to go here to look at the countries yeah. on the right. And oh, okay. um, this is all time. This isn't. Um, I've uh, never seen that page. So you would get to that um, by going to the my orders and then on the top right where it has like filed in progress. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then there's summary and things like that. Oh, yeah, look at that. You click on that. Um, so this used to be a much more visible page. I don't know what the, the brick link always changes their design and all that. Um, but 2.39% of my orders to date have been to Canada. And, and I guess... Um, it's about 10% of my orders, maybe 9% of my orders overall are to non-US and Canadian buyers. Hmm. So it's like, do you, do, you, do you miss that much? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. That's actually higher than I thought for US, 88%. I used to yeah, I used to look right. at this a lot because yeah, I was America. I was I was interested in how many countries I could hit. I think I hit like 55, 56 countries, which is fun. But yeah, um, that'll give you an idea of the top buyers uh, country wise. I hit twelve countries. I've also been doing it a while, <laughs> and I. I Every time I had a new country, I added it to the list. I had a, I had a map on the bricks and a dollar page with all the countries that I have shipped to filled in in red. Um, I haven't had to update that in years <laughs> because I, I hit all the countries with um, internet. So <laughs> Wait, I have 1.82% of my orders from China. I've never shipped to China. Um, <laughs> Maybe... Oh, maybe the buyer. So what, what maybe the buyer. The buyers and it's a Chinese buyer, but they have like an Oregon address. Oh, okay, I hear you. I've seen okay. that before. I'm not sure how you can be registered as a member on Bricklink in one country, but then your address is in another country. That might be like I thought the address would dictate where you're um, labeled as, right. but I guess that's changed. Man, how come I got so many no feedbacks from buyers? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta just forget about that. No, you I get know. To a certain know. point where you have enough feedback that you don't care if anyone cares about their feedback. Right. Like, I don't leave feedback on eBay because it's not right there in front of me. It's not as easy to get to. Bricklink is pretty easy to leave feedback. Right. 
So I need to uh, I need to work on a build for my store logo. I need a Lego rooster. I can't just be having the the generic storefront image. Have a uh, Matt design one for you. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I'm my kids uh, my kids the other week they uh, challenged me to make broccoli out of Lego. Nice. Uh, Here, just, just use this one. <laughs> this is wood. Okay. Let's see. I got some tans. I got some. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty cool in Lego because if it's totally straight, just this wood. Right. <laughs> I think they made some. They made broccoli in in one of the episodes of Lego Master. They, well, it's funny because because that's that's why my kids challenged me to make broccoli. Oh, oh god! Somebody god. said somebody said broccoli monsters, and then like so, I grabbed a bunch of greens and like limes. And then I threw it together, and my kids were like, "That's pretty good." I was like, <laughs> "I was like," in my head, I was like, "Yes, basic build, bitch, no more." Like, <laughs> I'm a mocker now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what right, do you think? Um, Get us out of here, Paul. Get yeah, us out of here, Paul. That's my line. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this Bricklink. Uh, heavy and business heavy episode of uh, building up to it. We know you um, were asking for it. Exactly. Uh, if, you have any, cool. if you have any thoughts, leave them in the comments below. Um, we appreciate you guys listening and we appreciate all of your comments there. Check out Ralph and check out Spiros and, and of course, check out Chris at all their respective Bricklink stores. Check out most of us on the Romo Collectors Facebook page. Check out RomoCollectors.com to learn all about the Cool Table Network and other assorted items. The Cool, ta- ta- the cool Table Network is a conglomerate of nerd-related podcasts such as Enter the Realm, Brick in the Mold, Figure Banging, Stasis Lock, Nerd Rage Radio, Shattercast Uncut, Toy Detox, eh? uh-huh. Fresh Communications, and Verbally Challenged. The episodes might not be family-friendly, but they are all part of a friendly family. We'll see if we make the cut for the new Cool Table. Better, you're consistent. I am, but I don't know what the criteria is. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Sounded like Stasis Lock was on the chopping block, but they're consistent as well. Hmm. So we'll see. Drama. <laughs> <laughs>